Konnichiwa and welcome back to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. I'm Doug the Translator and this week we'll be going through the normal review and preview but also news of the week. As COVID's back, Corona is uh, cancelling one of the games in Div 3. Let's get into it. Ikimashou! Konnichiwa, welcome back and uh, yeah, sorry about the delay in this week's uh, episode. We've um, had a few personal developments in my uh, life. Very exciting developments, obviously, but um, that have been using up a lot of my time recently. So with that and work, um, it's been quite hard to get the uh, cheeky podcast out. But um, yeah, it'll be a short, sharp one so I can get it out, edit it um, to you guys before the start of the uh, next round. But um, yeah, thanks so much for listening, for messaging in um, all your uh, great warm words of uh, support. Very much appreciated. Hopefully you can... Um, continue this going for a long time um like i said getting busier and busier at the moment um outside of work but uh i'll do my best to keep these as uh, regular as possible but um yeah going straight into rugby news of the week like i said um there was a game uh before i go into the preview i guess previewing one of the games on saturday div 3 with the hino red dolphins um playing the chugoku Denyuku, Red Regulines, so the Battle of the Reds. Um, but the Mighty Regulines uh, had a few positive COVID cases, didn't have enough front rowers. Um, and that's one of the big requisites, obviously, you need to have people uh, for safety, enough numbers um, in the front row, starting and on the bench to be able to play a game. And obviously, um, they didn't have that with possibly injuries as well. Um, I wouldn't think that all the um, props and Hooker's got um, COVID, but I mean, who knows? Um, meaning that Hino get the uh, win, four-point win. In the past, it used to be a five-point bonus point win for um, winning through COVID, which is outrageous. But uh, yeah, now it's a four-point win. I'm not sure uh, how many um, points for and against they get. In the past, it was 21 points. So it was like a three-try-to-nil um, win. That's why you got five points uh, with the bonus point. But um, yeah, I think uh, Hino would have been probably expecting or wanting to get a bonus point out of that game so they might be you know just as uh disappointed as Chuoku um not being able to play that game um but yeah a couple years since we've had a COVID uh cancellation but obviously it's still around and um Chuoku Dengnuku being diligent calling it what it is not trying to hide it and um because I don't think there's any necessarily rules on uh like how long you have to isolate and stuff anymore um in the past the league kind of had rules so all the teams could do it fairly but now it's uh yeah whatever you think is best so obviously um the regulines didn't want it to spread throughout their um team and then affect them i guess in the future as well uh but yeah you know getting that win um and i know i'm kind of sandwiching it's like a preview review sandwich uh started with a bit of a preview with news of the week but going straight into Around the grounds. Around the grounds brought to you by Doug's uh, diminishing private life or <laughs> private life, um, alone time, I should say. We're getting um, straight into the review from the previous week. We had uh, a few biggish scores, but um, interesting games uh, to go through. First one, the Wild Knights beating uh, the Verblitz, Turtle Verblitz, 43 to 27. Verblitz were up, what, like 27 to 8, I want to say, um, at halftime. And then a big turnaround uh, by the Wild Knights. There were a few 
times when I think Turda kind of played maybe a bit too much when they could have uh, just played territory and uh, kept the Wild Knights in their own half, but uh, played their hand a bit when they had the lead and um, kind of pounced on a few mistakes they were made and were able to uh, yeah, come away with that win. So um, great first half from the Verblitz. Second half, uh, Wild Knights came back very strong, but um, yeah, the Wild Knights are continuing their great start this season. And Turda are looking... You know, especially that first half, it was probably the best they've looked all season. So looks like they are continuing to grow, but um, just weren't able to do it for the whole 80 minutes. Um, next, we had the Black Rams, Tokyo, and Hanazono Kintetsu liners uh, playing in Tokyo. The Black Rams too strong in this one, 41-14. Um, we did start with a Quade Cooper uh, yellow card in the 11th minute, I think. Uh, and in those 10 minutes that he wasn't there... Um, Rico scored three tries to make it 21 uh, nil. You also had uh, Wanga coming off uh, early in that first half for Kintetsu as well before Kintetsu got one back uh, to make it 21 7 at halftime. So, not a lot going uh, Kintetsu's way in that first half. And then the score didn't move too much apart from a penalty uh, at the start of the first half to make it 24 7 until um, about the 60th minute. Onwards, we had Rico just extending their knee lead. Another um, yellow card uh, this time to uh, Nesta Mahina. And then, uh, like I said, uh, this game, before the before this game, both teams were winless. Um, but Rico, really uh, too good in the end, getting six tries to win uh, lead, giving them the bonus point um, and getting them back in their winning ways, which uh, was a uh, much need for them. I'm sure they were disappointed in um, the start of the season that they've had, but um, good to get back on the board. Um, next, we had the San Goliath against the Corbis Steelers, the uh, Santori winning 44-36. Um, in a very topsy-turvy game. Uh, we're looking at the Corbis, uh socials afterwards, like you don't get too much, you know, bashing, or, you know, keyboard warrior kind of thing in Japan in general. But Kobe, like, everyone's so passionate and they, you know, just expect Kobe to uh, be winning the league every uh, year, especially if you look at, I guess, the team that they've got. But, yeah, they were not uh, pleased. They weren't uh, too happy with, I guess, the riffing as well. Um, I, again, all these games are on, like, at the same time. So it's quite hard to, you know, watch you can't watch the 80 minutes of all three of them, uh, really, uh, which is always a shame. But um, Corbett did go in with a lead 26-20 at halftime. But then it was all uh, Santori in the lead after they retook it 10 minutes into um, that second half. And although uh, Corbett came close uh, right at the end or a few times, uh, Santori were able to um, you know, keep that lead far enough away uh and like it's a very high scoring game, but, um, yeah, Santori did enough to uh, get the win against one of their uh, rivals. Um, there was a try for, uh, Colby in that second half, uh, where Corbett were trying to stop a 50 22, uh, batted the ball back in and Colby with a speed, um, was able to just pounce on that ball and score. So a lot of things you know, didn't go, uh, their way. And there was a lot of, uh, expectation on, uh, Corbett who, you know, had that great first win against Honda and, um, have, you know, not looked bad, uh, this season, but I think it's just when, um, you've got such a passionate fan base who, um, see, you know, the recruits that they've gotten, um, anything 
doesn't matter who you're against uh, if you're not winning doesn't matter if it's a you know top four team uh, team like Santori who's had a lot of success in the past um, if you're not winning then it's not enough uh, for the Kobe uh, fans so um, they'll be hoping to uh, bounce back but uh, Santori looking like they've um, got a lot of you know injuries um, their team has uh, had a lot of change um, recently and um, a few guys that you'd expect to be out there not out there uh, in Japan they don't really share the any information on injuries like unless a player posts something on their socials you don't hear anything from the um, the teams about any injury especially with foreigners because um, I think a lot of teams want to keep it hidden what uh, combination of foreigners they're going to be using every week I guess but um, yeah there's just a big culture of not sharing any of that in Japan. So it can be quite frustrating for, I guess, fans watching, not knowing why some people aren't playing and why their favourite players aren't on the field. But uh, yeah, Santori, I'm not sure what the situation is um, in the base at the moment, just looking at their team, assuming that they, I guess, have a few injuries like any team would, but um, have been are playing well, have started well uh, this season and... Um, I'm sure would be happy to get this win against uh, a strong team like uh, Kobe. Next, on the Sunday, we had uh, the Honda Heat hosting the Shizuoka Blue Revs. The Blue Revs, um, after a few losses, have won the next couple. Uh, this one, winning 62-13. Uh, the Blue Revs, they play quite a simple uh, but very effective game. They've got a great forward pack, great scrum, great maul, and um, they can really uh, put pressure on you through that, but also just through their grit and their defense. They can force errors, which can lead to uh, the penalties from scrums, which can lead to getting kicked into the corner in a more try. So um, you know what they're going to come with, but uh, it's another matter trying to stop that. So uh, yeah, Honda struggled uh, with that. Uh, they weren't able to um, yeah, stop that forward uh, pack dominance that uh, the Blue Revs had and that's similar to the Blue Revs against the Kubota Spears last week. Um, Kubota were in it and you know were winning in that final minute uh, before uh, the Blue Revs came back to win with the last try of the game but um, Kubota at one point I'm pretty sure it was like nine penalties to one or something like that uh, against them. Um, a lot of them from the uh, scrum so it's basically if it looks like it doesn't matter who's knocking on if uh, one team's knocks it on. Um, it's almost like a let's try and play on and get away from those scrum mentality that uh, Honda had. Um, and I mean, you know, their scrum's not bad. It wasn't uh, a complete like dominance uh, from the Blues necessarily, but it's just if you give them a little bit of those opportunities um, and if they show that they've got that dominance at the start, then um, the refs will tend to go with that as well. So, um, yeah, long down the office for the Honda Heat, but uh, still uh, winless to start the season. But we'll be looking to uh, get their first win since coming back into Div 1 this year. Um, next, we had the Mitsubishi Sagamihara Dinobores against the uh, Yokohama Cannon Eagles, the Kanagawa Derby. The Dinobores losing a 35-40 to the Cannon Eagles. Um, game of, I guess, two halves or a few quarters, the Dinobores uh, getting off to a good lead in that first quarter uh, and then getting quite close at half time and only two points in it. Uh, the Dinobores winning, leading 22 20. And then third half was where uh, Cannon scored a few of their tries and they ended up holding on to win uh, 40 to 35. Um, so, so it was definitely a tight game throughout. And yeah, a few of the talking points uh, from that. There was one uh, Yoshida Cure from the Dinobores. I basically kicked volleyed uh, cross kick from uh, Matt Timur the 10 um, that came to him it was a bit uh, deep he you know volleyed it 
went towards goal and he uh, dived on the ball in the end goal. But the uh, video ref somehow found a uh, knock-on on that. And it's quite, again, another rare thing in Japan, like to hear, you know, surprise or complaints or anything from the fans when a decision's made. Um, they're normally pretty respectful with that. And there wasn't any booing or anything, but there were uh, a few exclamations or like, you know, a bit of uh, shock. Um, but, you know, that's uh, the way... It uh, crumbles sometime, and uh, yeah, the Dinos weren't quite good enough um, to be able to get the win on the day. But uh, our building have been scoring some uh, good tries, some good points recently. So I uh, hope he can uh, keep improving there. But um, yeah, a good win to the Cannon Eagles, who uh, lost Fafta Kirk. Um, as some say, not sure uh, if that was tactical, if they're going to bring off anyway. But it looked like a bit of a niggle. So um, hopefully he's not um, too bad. Uh, but he wasn't named uh, this week for their game. So he will have to wait and see. Like I said, again, there's not too much uh, explanation these days uh, on the uh, on injuries and what's happening. So you just have to wait and see. And then uh, the last game of Div 1 was uh, the... Lastly, we've got the Toshiba Brave Lupus um, against the Kubota Spears. Um, again, I wasn't able to uh, watch this because it was on pretty much the exact same time, maybe 20 minutes after um, the start of our game. Um, but the Brave Lupus uh, winning 24-20 against the former champs. So um, not a great start uh, to the Spears, but again, a lot of games to go, 12 games to go in the season. So a lot can um, change. It was the uh, second game that uh, Liam Williams and uh, Dane Coles uh, were in the team for um, the Spears. Coles getting their first try uh, of the game. But uh, Toshiba still going in, uh, leading the break 17-10. Um, and they kept the lead for the rest of the game. At the end, uh, Richie Monga did uh, get yellow carded and uh, Williams scored uh, to make it 24-20. So a tight couple of minutes uh, at the end of the game. But um, Toshiba holding on uh, to get their fourth straight uh, win so um yeah their recruits have been um you know obviously doing a great job for them they've uh, had a great start always been a strong team they would have been disappointed in not making the semis uh last year but um yeah they're looking good this year and they'll be looking to continue that on uh for the rest of the season uh then next uh could going through div 2 action uh we had the Kyushu Denyuku Kyuden Voltex uh winning against the Kamaishi Sea Waves 22-11 so the Sea Waves, like I've said previously, the only team um, that has stayed in Div 2 for the for all three years of the uh, League One competition. Every other team's either gone up or down. Are the Kyuden getting a good win uh, at their at one of their home stadiums in um, Kitakyushu at Mikumiya World Stadium next to the uh, water there? So great uh, atmosphere at that stadium and um, good to get a win in front of the home fans. And um, in terms of Div 2, normally there's only three games Last week, there was only one. They've split up um, the round four into two weeks. Like I've said, six uh, teams are playing in it, but they want to try and make the finish the same as the 12-team comp in Div 1, uh, which means that there's a lot of breaks for these teams. It's quite hard for them to get into a rhythm, um, but only one game for Div 2 on the weekend. Uh, a couple of games for Div 3, though. We had uh, the Hino Red Dolphins, too strong for the Sky Active 61-17, and the Kurita Watergash getting a uh, win against the Chugoku Denyuku Red Reggae Lions, 39-24. Uh, so just quickly going to the ladder for Div 1, you've got two teams unbeaten. You're the Wild Knights uh, with an extra bonus point in first, followed by the Brave Lupus, and then rounding out the top four, you've got Tokyo uh Santori Sangalith and the Yokohama Cannon Eagles. 
in um at the moment in the relegation spots you've got the black rams tokyo with their first one of the season uh getting that bonus point to get them to six competition points uh in 11th the Hanazono Quintes Liners uh, with a single bonus point without a win yet. And then the Honda Heat uh, still on zero points without a bonus point uh, yet to their name. So they'll be looking to get back on the board. And then uh, Div 2, you've got teams that have played an extra game. But those two teams who have played four games are still, even with the extra opportunity for points, um, in fifth and sixth respectively. Kudin uh, with their first win of the season against the uh, Sea Waves who haven't won yet, have only got one bonus point. And then um, first you've got the only team unbeaten yet, uh, the Shoki Shadows with 14, followed by the D-Rocks and the Green Rockets uh, rounding out that top three. Then in Div 3, again, you've got two teams who've played three games, two of three have, that have played two, so... Um, not much point going through the uh, leaderboard, but you know, um, who've already confirmed their fourth win of the season, like I've said this week, um, are at the top of the table, are well ahead of all the other teams, but they have played an extra game um, then through the other four teams as well. The Red Regulines, though, are still winless without a bonus point, and they will continue this week again because of that COVID loss. I always talk about making these short, sharp. You don't want to hear me rambling on about stuff that if you did a bit of research, you could find out yourself. But um, quickly going through the Div 3 uh, solitary game now. I've already talked about the Hino uh, game being uh, cancelled, but the only other game that is in Div 3 is the Blue Sharks against the Sky Actives uh, on Sunday at 1 o'clock. This one is played um, in Tokyo. Then in Div 2, you've got the second half of Round 4, uh, the Red Hurricanes against the Green Rockets. Both these teams are on eight competition points. Uh, the Green Rockets are above them in the uh, ladder at the moment, but uh, winner will take that third spot, which uh, is pretty important at the end of the season. If you're in the top three, then you've got a promotion chance. If you're in the bottom three, you're in the relegation battle. So um, it'll be there's four really looking like viable teams to get into that top three this year. Um, so you don't want to be that one team that uh, misses out on the opportunity. And then you've got the top of the table clash, uh, the D-Rocks hosting uh, the Shoki Shadows in Chiba. Uh, the Shoki Shadows, like I've said, unbeaten. The D-Rocks are winning their uh, two games after their first loss to NEC. And um, as long as you're in that top three for Div2, you play another kind of placings round afterwards again, looks like just to fill in time uh, before Div 1 finishes but um, even if you're first even if you win every game like say Shoku win this week and they win all 10 of their uh, games if they lose the two placing games and they finish third with a you know 10 and 2 um, record so it's a crazy system you've got to really peak at the right time but um, you know that's a system it's been for this is the third year in a row now so they all um, know what they've got to do and it's about building and make sure you're in that top three uh, when the time is right. Then going to Div 1 the first game of the uh, round we've got the Mitsubishi Sagamihara Dinobores hosting the Saitama Wild Knights at Gion Stadium in Kanagawa uh, at 12 o'clock on the Saturday uh, before the Blue Revs host the uh, Suntory Sun Goliath at Yamaha Stadium in um, Shizuoka at 2 o'clock. 10 minutes after this, in terms of 10 minutes after the start time, so 10 past 2, uh, we've got the Canon Eagles hosting the uh, Black Rams Tokyo in Kanagawa again at uh, Nippat Stadium um, before the Hanazono uh, Kintes Liners hoping to get their first win of the season against Toyota, who will be looking to bounce back after that uh, 
they come from behind loss or I don't know come from in front loss um, against Pena they'll be looking to bounce back that one is played uh, at Hanazono Rugby Ground in uh, Osaka um, and it's at 2.30 on the Sunday the 14th again exact same time 2.30 on Sunday you've got Kobe uh, Steelers hosting the Kupata Spears both teams that uh, will be really disappointed in their league standings at the moment uh, with Kobe in fifth with two wins, two losses, and the Cuba Despairs still only with one win uh, against the Honda Heat. And uh, they're in ninth um, uh, spot outside of the relegation zone. So they'll be looking to uh, get back on track, um, although against a strong team in Corbett. And then last game of the round, you've got the uh, unbeaten Toshiba Brave Lupus against the yet-to-win Mia Honda Heat. This one is played at Chichimunomiya, so at 12.30, sorry, 2.35 p.m. Um, so you've got basically three games. If You you can't almost have to pick uh, which game you want to watch between these three games on Sunday in Div 1 and just um, flick through them if you want. Or if you've got multiple uh, J Sports accounts or something, you can, I guess, watch a couple at once. But, um, yeah, it'd be great if they kind of staggered them so people who had the whole... Um, day free they could just watch three games back to back to back um that would be the dream but you know still only in our third year of dev one so hopefully they just uh, continue to grow um into these things um but yeah like i said for someone who has said they've got no time outside of uh, their work recently i've done a lot of waffling here but um yeah thanks so much for uh, listening and thanks for the understanding um growing a great community over the last few years uh listening to the pod every week get so many messages on the uh, gram and the emails um thank you so much for everyone who uh keeps supporting um this random guy in a room talking about uh japan rugby but it's um i think that a lot of the companies are putting a lot of uh support financial support into and making it a great product and the league i think is slowly getting there as well um it's been a slow process i think there's been a lot of hurdles that they've had to get across but um we're getting to a spot where it's becoming a pretty competitive league so hopefully we can uh, continue that on and um yeah make it the best league in the world so uh thanks again for listening and um i will hopefully catch you again uh, next week Arigats. thanks for listening to another episode of the jrw podcast make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it And don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro checkout for a 15% discount. Arigats, I'll talk to you next week.